0: This is Rama for today.
1: Man is not a physical being. He does have a physical body, but man is not a physical being. Man is a spirit being. In fact, he is a spirit, he possesses a soul, and he lives in a body. Remember Paul praying for the church at Thessalonica? In 1 Thessalonians 5.23 he said, I pray God your whole spirit. See he starts on the inside, the heart of man, the center of his being and then comes to the outside. I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on redeemed from poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message.
1: Now, the Bible said in 1 Corinthians 15, 26... That physical death is the last enemy that shall be put underfoot. Thank God that'll be a glorious day, won't it? Hallelujah. When that last enemy is put underfoot. But thank God spiritual death's put underfoot now. Amen. You know, before we can understand the nature of death, and again, when I use the word death, I'm talking about spiritual death, you understand. Before we can understand that, We have to understand the nature of man. Man is not a physical being. He does have a physical body, but man is not a physical being. Man is a spirit being. In fact, he is a spirit, he possesses a soul, and he lives in a body. Remember Paul praying for the church at Thessalonica? In 1 Thessalonians 5.23 he said, I pray God your whole spirit. See, he starts on the inside, the heart of man, the center of his being, and then comes to the outside. I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of the Son of Man. You remember in the third chapter of John's gospel, and you can turn there right now while I'm talking if you like. Jesus told Nicodemus, ye must be born again. Ye must be born again. Well, Nicodemus was natural, and so he can only think naturally. See, when he asked here in John 3, verse 4, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? He's thinking of the natural birth, you see. That's the only birth he can think of because he is natural. Notice that Jesus explained in the sixth verse, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Amen. Now, turn in your Bibles to the book of Romans, and I want you to see something. Turn to the book of Romans, and I want you to see that the new birth is a rebirth of the human spirit. The real man is spirit. The spirit operates through the soul, the intellect, the sensibilities, and will. The soul, in turn, operates through the body. Now, man, who is a spirit, and his soul live in a physical body and at physical death that man and his soul leave the physical body and goes to his home if he's a christian he goes to heaven if he's not he goes to hell but i want you to see something now here in this seventh chapter of romans paul said For I was alive without the law once. But when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. Now, to understand that, I just read that ninth verse of the seventh chapter of Romans. Let's back up a little bit. And and notice his thought and we get the full connection by reading the entire context. For instance... The fourth verse, we'll start reading with the fourth verse of this this seventh chapter of Romans. Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that ye should be married unto another, even unto him who is raised from the dead, and that ye should bring forth fruit unto God. For when we were in the flesh, the motions of sin, which were by the law, did work in our members, to bring forth fruit unto death. He's talking about spiritual death now. But now we are delivered from the law, that being dead, wherein we were held, that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Yea, I had not known sin but by the law. In other words, if the Lord said, I shall not steal, I wouldn't have known is wrong to steal. If the law hadn't said, Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor, I wouldn't have known that it was a sin to lie. For I had not known lust except the law, had said, Thou shalt not covet. But sin, taking occasion by the commandment, wrought in me all manner of concupiscence. For without the law, without the law, sin was dead. For I was alive without the, the law once. In other words, what Paul is saying that went before he reached the age of accountability and knew the difference between right and wrong, that his spirit was alive to God. After all, where where does the spirit come from? Where does the spirit of man come from? From God. The Bible said he is the father of spirits. Amen? And so until the commandment came and my spirit was alive. Now people wonder sometimes, you know, because of what's said in the 7th chapter, this is a little side thought, but it'll help us anyway, in the 7th chapter of 1 Corinthians, some people believe, you know, that the, the babies, I'm talking about babies now, I'm not talking about children that's reached the age of accountability, babies of un, un, unsaved people, uh, that those babies... They are not alive, their spirit's not alive to God because, you see, it said uh, here that the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Else were your children unclean, but now they're holy. But uh, just because, and it even said that the unbelieving husband's sanctified by his wife, but that don't mean he's saved. Anymore than the children are saved. Are you listening to it? But now listen, I've seen that little children, know them personally, observed it. Their, their mother and daddy were not Christians, never did go to church, cursed, drank, committed adultery. The man run around with women, the women, the mother run around with uh, with, with men. And that little boy, who had never reached age of accountability, but his spirit's alive to God, would beg them and cry and and try to get them to do right. Now why? Because his spirit knew what was right. Amen. amen and then right on the other hand I know of a uh, uh, for instance one of my own relatives my my grandmother used to tell him and this little child had never in fact he didn't have an opportunity because he lived in the country and they didn't have any church finally they did start a Sunday school in the local school country school but he had made never you know he had never made any kind of profession or joined any church or been baptized in water or anything just a little fella. And so they were talking about uh, what we're going to do. See, they're not not particularly religious people at all. But what are we going to do on Monday? They're talking Saturday at the the noon dinner table. Country people eat dinner, you know, in the middle of the day. And he just spoke up and said, "Uh uh-uh, I won't be here. What do you mean you won't be here? Well, he said, I'm going to be up there with Jesus. And sure enough, Monday, he was up there with Jesus. But then some people said, well, no, no, he couldn't have gone to be with Jesus because, you see, he had never been baptized in water. He had never been born again. Well, he had never reached, just a little fellow, never reached the age of accountability. But his spirit was alive to God. Can you see that? I could tell you more stories along that line. I know personally, or I know the people that knew them personally. So that proves just what Paul was saying here in this seventh chapter of Romans that for I was alive without the law once. Now what does he mean I was alive? Now notice, but when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. He said he died. He couldn't be talking about physical death because if he had died physically, he could have been writing a letter to the Romans. Amen. You know any physically dead people's writing letters to anybody? <laughs> no, he's talking about spiritual death. He's talking about that my spirit was alive to God because I didn't know the difference between right and wrong. But when I reached that age of accountability, somebody said, well, what is that age? It'll vary with different people according to their environment and, and, and influence and upbringing and so on. And so he said, when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. Because you see, that sinful nature is in your flesh anyway. In fact, it's still in your flesh after you're born again. I said, in fact, it's still in your flesh after you're born again. After your spirit's born again and alive to God, that sinful nature is still in your flesh. That must be because Paul said, I keep my body under. If it wasn't, he wouldn't have to keep it under. It'd be fine. It must be because Paul writing to the Romans said, Wherefore I beseech ye, brethren, that ye present your bodies unto God a living sacrifice. Amen? Amen. And so when the commandment came, sin revived, you see, and because he followed sin, then he said, I died. Now what did he mean, I died? He meant that his spirit's not alive to God anymore. That doesn't mean that he ceased to exist as a spirit being, but that his spirit is separated from God. That was, see, I was alive. His spirit was alive to God, but now it's dead to God. Now it's not alive to God anymore.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Pastor Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer, the classic six-CD series by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled Spirit, Soul, and Body, and the mini-book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled The Coming Restoration. These two resources are for the special price of $29. That's $14.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.
1: Hey, you know what? Uh, Coming up is the last time you can enroll for for the spring enrollment. Yes, for Rhema Bible Training College. Right, right. Mm -hmm. If you're interested, go to rbt.org. And the information's there and you can enroll for January the eleventh is the spring enrollment. Yes. And uh, I think. In and fact, if you hurry, you can still get, get in. Because in, I That's think right. classes start on the twelfth, uh, South- I believe. I they think it is. So hey, just go there. And all the information's there yes. if you're interested in, in
0: going there. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on Redeemed from Poverty, Sickness, and Spiritual Death. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at RAMA.org. Thanks for listening to REMA for today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.